from the Associated Credit Union of Texas Studios. Get associated with Kathy, ACU of Texas in the community. Now, it's time for Vinyl Draft Radio with your host, Kathy Watina. Available online Thursdays at 12 noon at VinylDraftRadio.com. It is Vinyl Draft Radio. Now, here's your host, Kathy Watina. All right. Hi. Welcome to the show, everyone. I am Kathy Watina, your host, and I am here with two guests today. I have Jay Kopik, who is the COO of Associated Credit Union of Texas, and Jack Glick, who is the CEO of Associated Credit Union of Texas. Welcome, guys. Good morning. So this month, um, I'm honoring military. Um, we know that we're coming up on Memorial Day, and we're so thankful for those that paid the ultimate sacrifice, but we're also thankful for all of our veterans and everything you guys do. Um for our country and for our communities. So I was very excited that you were willing to do the show. I don't know that you exactly knew what you were getting into, though. No. Um, you know, you called me up, asked me to do it, so here I am. Well, we're very, very appreciative. Um, Elder is not only a military hero, you're also a local hero through the Brazoria County Sheriff's Office. He is a patrol sergeant with Brazoria County. And so thank you for all of your service for the community. Can you start with just telling me a little bit about um, yourself and you, kind of how you got to where you're, you are today? Well, um, well, that's You know, I, I'm from Alvin, and I grew up in Alvin, and, um, you know, I've been there my entire life. Um, I went all through school there, graduated out of high school there, and then uh, joined the Marine Corps, and that kind of uh, spun me into everything where I ended up now. Definitely. So you were telling me um, right before we came on about, you know, you kind of, you signed up. Was there a recruiter at Alvin High School? Is that how you got involved? In yeah, so... You know, my senior year, I really didn't have much of an idea what I was going to do. Um, the school thing was, it was there, but it wasn't my my passion. I wasn't doing very well, um, and I had some challenges going through school that I just um, weren't really helping out. Um, I had a, some a, quite a bit of friends that joined the Marine Corps, and uh, so one day we were just hanging out, and. One of them joined the Marine Corps and signed up and did his thing with the recruiter. And he came came by and told us all about it. And we laughed and dogged on him a little bit. And then um, we realized, you know, at the time I didn't know anything. I mean, it sounded cool. The Marine Corps sounded cool, joined the military. But we really didn't know, you know, what that really meant. Um, you know, I, I, I can remember look, looking back now and I'm, I'm just like, uh, the military was a word to me. I really wasn't sure what it was. So he shows up, says, hey, I joined, I joined the Marine Corps. We laughed at him. We dogged on him. And then the next morning, uh, we went to go see the local recruiter, <laughs> about, about nine of us, and uh, walked in there and said, hey, man, you know, um, we can't let our boy go out like that, so we're going with him. And then the recruiter did his thing to, to get us all involved in it. So there was a group of nine or ten of you guys that yeah, was, all went together, or um, yeah, um, we got spaced out um, as far as through through several months, but we all ended up joining at the same time. So during boot camp, did you have like a brother or a friend that you know? I mean, brother as in you know your friends, but yeah. that was with you the entire time and yes. Yeah, so it, it wasn't supposed to be that way. Um, what happened is the the recruiter we used to spread us out um, just 
by the needs of whatever the, the Marine Corps at the time requested. And um, so we would leave in, in, in pieces on, on the Monday. And so when we left on that Monday, um, every Monday somebody would leave and, and we knew that, hey, you know, our, our friend's going out, he's leaving, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that Monday um, he left and we're like, we're, we're on standby. Like, hey, maybe you're leaving, maybe you're not. Um, so then that Tuesday, we, I actually ended up leaving on a Tuesday. It was kind of a last-minute deal, and I had about a three-hour notice. And then it just so happened that one of my friends um, happened to be leaving that week, and so we ended up going together, went through boot camp together, and we actually went to our follow-on schools after that together. And then we kind of uh, we went to the same side of the—we uh, went to California, but we were in different areas together. So it worked out, and uh, he's actually still in also. So, oh wow, that's but he, awesome! He's he's on active duty now. So how long ago was that? That was 19 years ago. It'll 19. Be 20 in July. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a long career in the military. I know you have gone on, and now you just do reserves. Is that correct? I or? do. Uh, now I'm part of the Selective Marine Corps Reserve, and so uh, I'm a reservist, and uh, I get activated when when the Marine Corps needs me, and I go on deployment, and I come back, and then I settle back into my civilian job. Well. I think that all you do is just a great asset to us and to our community. I see you. I I see you through your wife a lot. I know your wife. I've known her for I think maybe three or four years now. Um, we actually met through serving in a civic way um, through a Operation Backpack, and that just speaks I think not only to you and how you lead your family, but just the kind of people you surround yourself with are just giving and caring people. But speaking of your wife, you guys have two beautiful kids, and um, they're two beautiful little girls. One of them mm-hmm. got the exact same birth date as my daughter, so um, I think that's really neat. But um, tell me about your family and, and what's that been like. Have you and Ashley always been um, – so Ashley's your wife, mm-hmm. and you have Evie is your oldest daughter, and Gabby is your five-year-old. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And um, – so tell me a little bit about them, and has Ashley always been on this journey with you? I know you guys are pretty close in age, but I, I wasn't sure if no, you guys so knew each other before. We're four years apart, okay. and so she was actually um, friends with my brother. My brother ended up marrying her best friend. They grew up in church and everything else. Oh, wow. And so um, through her high school years, or their high school years, I was actually already deployed overseas, and so... They never really met me. They saw me on pictures and things like that uh, at home. Um, but, um, you know, we, we never met. We actually met at my brother's um, uh, reception dinner for their wedding. That's when we met. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so that's that's how we met. Um, I hadn't met her before. That's so. cool. So was it love at first sight? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So um, I mean, it was, uh, you know, we had the rehearsal dinner, and then uh, we, we obviously met, and then we were pretty much inseparable after that. That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. So tell me about your girls, because you are super sweet with your girls, and I love seeing your posts. Yeah, so, you know, I live with girls. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Do you have any female pets as well? Um, yes, I have uh, I have a boxer that's a female. And then so you are I, all I'm, girls. I'm trying to even it up. I just got a, another boxer, and he's a male, so we're trying to 
I'm, I'm fighting to even up the odds, but I'm losing. I'm losing terribly right now. Yeah, you probably need to have a couple more kids if you want to win that battle, yeah. but you could still end up <laughs> losing that one, too. Yeah, I might lose that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do so, have beautiful children. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting. Me and my, me and my wife, we come from uh, pretty different backgrounds, and uh, but it's 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 worked well, and it's it's awesome. I think we, we both... Both of our experiences complement the other, and so I think it's it's awesome. It's worked out. Well, you guys are a beautiful family, and um, when you when I see you with your kids, so you guys do an incredible job of of balancing work and um, and home life. I must say, because you're always doing. Yesterday, you were taking your daughter, right? She had a special day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. Uh, so yesterday was her last day of uh, pre-K, so that's a big event for her. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I got to juggle that with the, you know, civilian life and then my military stuff, too. So so what is that like for you? What What do you think helps you push along to make sure that you are there for those special moments? Well, um, I mean, uh, the the beauty of it is is I look at my family and, and I always think, like, this is why I go and I, I deploy or I go and I, I do what I do in the military. Um, it's obviously to, um, I know if I look at my family and I look at it as providing for them and securing, you know, our rights and freedoms and things like that overseas, um, then I know it, it, it's the same for everybody else that, you know, each of us that are out there, uh, we do our thing and, and we do it because we have those families back home and we think of those families back home. And so it just, it keeps us grounded, you know, keeps us motivated to do our job and to do it well. Yeah. Well, we're going to continue to talk on of all of the things that you've gone through with your career and things like that. I do want to um, let you know right now I did bring you a gift. And um, so we have some little gifts for you as well as a $25 gift card. I hope that um, that helps you go and do something special with your family because we are so appreciative of everything um, that you have done. So we wanted to just do a small token of something and um, if anybody wants to nominate a different person in the military, we are trying to honor military every Thursday at noon. So anyone can email me at cwatina at acutx.org. That's C-W-O-I-T-E-N-A at acutx.org. When we get back, we're going to learn all about Elder's military career further, maybe get some funny stories about boot camp or deployment, find out all the places he's been. And so if you guys will go to VinylDraftRadio.com and get the real radio experience, we'll continue on Vinyl Draft Radio. We're back with more Get Associated with Kathy, live from the ACU of Texas studios. Welcome back, and thank you so much for spending your lunch hour with us. I have with me Master Sergeant Elder Gomez who is also with the Brazoria County Sheriff's Office as a patrol patrol sergeant. Thank you, Elder, for coming and being on the show. And um, so this month on Get Associated with Kathy, we are honoring honoring our military um, because there are so many that have played the ultimate sacrifice, but we are so thankful for those that are out there continuing the fight. And so we thank you for your service. Um, So you're a Marine. Yeah. I think that... Um, when it comes to the Marines, like 
I feel, and it might just be, I don't know, I, I think all of the branches of the military are so amazing, but there is something about the pride of a Marine. Would you agree? Like, Yeah, definitely. We, we tend to be a little bit uh, of a different breed from the other services. Yeah, so what do you think really sets aside being a Marine? You know, I, I think that, um, you know, it's, it's our... You know, we don't, we don't fail, you know, and that's that's uh, that's pushed into us from the beginning, from from day one. That you know, uh, the reality is, Marines are there to, to win. We're there to win battles, and we're there to to win the fight every time. You know, America, when they think of Marines, they think of Marines, you know, winning. They don't think of us going out there and losing or being defeated in any in any capacity. So. Um, you know, and that's the same with the other services, but we're such a small service and, and we're such a tight group that, you know, in over 19 years that I've been in, um, you know, it's a small world for us. It really is. We, we run into Marines all the time that we've deployed with or that we've been stationed with, and it's just such a small world. And, and so we, we feel that uh, brotherhood a lot more intimately. So um, out of all of your brothers and sisters, I'm putting you on the spot right now. So out of all of your brothers and sisters in the Marines, like if you could say like one, like if I was asking you to honor one, it can be anywhere in the world, who would you want to honor? Ooh. Um, I don't think I'm going to answer that You're one. not? <laughs> <laughs> I told him beforehand that if I put him in an uncomfortable situation that he could get out of it and he could say he doesn't, and he, you do not have to answer that. Yeah. So... Um, but I would like to know, do you have any, you know, how many times have you deployed? Let's start there. Um, so I've had, uh, I think I'm at seven now. Um, one of them's a, I, I call it a mini deployment, so I, I really don't count it, but I'm at seven now. Where, what parts of the world have you been deployed to? Um, I've been to Japan, Korea, Thailand, Australia, um, Iraq a few times. Um, I've been to Republic of Georgia. I've been to... Um, yeah, a bit of Mexico. Um, I've been to um, Germany. Uh, a few spots now. Out of all of the deployments that you have had, what do you feel? Do you have one that you feel like stands out as a um, as one that has been that has played more of a significant role in your career? Um, probably definitely, you know, Iraq, although, you know, those were uh, tough deployments. Um, they allowed me to grow quite a bit and mature, and sp specifically as a leader. And, uh, you know, uh, Marines, we we join the Marine Corps because we want to go and we want to we do something. You know, we want to go out and we want to uh, get in a battle or we want to go and make a difference. Uh, we want to help people. Um, and Iraq was one of those, you know, it, it really defined my career, you know, when I joined in 1998, you know, and, and then about the time that I really got into those leadership roles, you know, the deployment started, um, specifically with the, the war on terrorism and whatnot. And so um, it really allowed me to, to grow, um, you know, as a leader. And, and that's what Marines want to do. We want to go out there. We want to perform. We want to win the lead Marines, and we want to develop other Marines and other warriors out there in uh, uh, Iraq was those it was those deployments for me. Well, so many times I think that we hear the stories and and 
Although I think that those stories are so important to hear about um, military and deploying and what it's like and, and the harshness. Do you have any like fun, funny stories that have happened on deployment while you've been away, maybe in Iraq or in other places? You know, I've, I've, I've got lots of stories. Uh, lots of stories. <laughs> any that you can tell. <laughs> but, uh, you know, each place has brought awesome relationships with friends and Marines and, and even the people out. You know, um, I've had bad deployments. I've had great deployments. I've had awesome deployments. Um, you know, I've been stationed in Japan. Japan was one of, man, I loved it. You know, I loved the culture. I loved the people. I loved the food. I loved the the, the I mean, just everything, the city life, the scenery, um, and even the rural life out there. I mean, it's just beautiful. Australia was another one, you know, just good times, fun times, especially, you know, at that period in my life, I was young, and huh. and so it was a lot of fun, you know. And, and then we've had our tougher deployments, you know, the, the ones to get down to business, um, Iraq and, and whatnot. And, and um, you know, there's there's lots of stories. There's, there's endless amounts of stories, uh, you know. I'll, I remember Thailand, um, you know, you get there and it's, it's hot. It's miserable hot. Um, at least when I was there, it was miserable. I mean, it's just miserable. Um, you're sweating nonstop. You're pounding water. And then I just remember the first few days, everybody couldn't wrap themselves around um, the eating part because we would go eat, and, man, there was just flies everywhere. Like, you know, because we, we were out in the outskirts. We weren't, like, in the city or nothing yeah. like that. And, uh Man, it's just miserable. There's there's flies everywhere, and you're out there and you're operating and doing you know just exercises and things like that. And man, it's just miserable. But after about the third day, like we're eating, we're just eating. And I remember <laughs> it was one of those moments where you just stop and you just kind of look around, and time just slows down, and you realize like, oh, I'm over it. You yeah. Know? I'm eating my my rice or whatever I was eating, you know, with flies in it and landing in it, and you don't even care no more. Or the first few days, you're you're just miserable. You're like, oh man, I can't even eat. There's flies everywhere landing in our food. It's um, so funny the things that we take for granted over here. <laughs> being able, you know, I was yeah. planning something outdoors and I'm like, oh, I need fly swatters and little nets to make sure. Yeah, and you was, don't have those luxuries out there. No, and and it, I mean, it, and it was an awesome time. Don't, don't get me wrong, but it's just one of those things. Like it's little stuff like that that just, you know, at the time you just look around your friends and you're just, man, we're here. We're going to live it, you know. We're going to enjoy it. Going to do it right. We're going to do it right. So um, what, do you, what do you guys do to pass the time, especially in those tough deployments? You know, Iraq, you're, you're there. You're getting down to battle and to business. But is there any free time to where you can just? Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, um, even in Iraq and all the, the deployments and, you know, um, even the fun deployments, obviously there's stuff to do there. But even in the harshest places that I've been in, um, we find a way, you know, that misery, you know, it is what it is. The, the beauty, again, it goes back to the brotherhood. Like Marines, were, that's, that's our brothers to our left and right, our sisters to our left and right, and and uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pass it. If we're all miserable, we're all gonna be miserable, and we're gonna enjoy it, and we're gonna hone our skills, and we're gonna train harder, and we're gonna prepare ourselves because that's what you do when you have the downtime. You prepare, you prepare, and you train, and and you push your limits and. You look at the uh, alleged impossibilities that you believe at the time, and then you get past them, you know, and you get through them, and you do it together. And you know that no matter what comes, you know, you're going to be there for each other, and so that's all that matters. But there are definitely ways to find past times. 
When you settle in, I know we hear so often how important it is for military families um, to send letters to their loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, why is that true? Why does that ring true? Well, um, you know, I've been blessed that, uh, you know, as uh, my first few deployments, I wasn't married. Um, you know, after a couple of my, you know, I was with Ash and we got married and, and whatnot. And even while we were dating, um, because I, it's funny. I, I met her, and you know we were t- we were starting to kind of talk about the whole marriage thing, and uh, you know I told her I, I can't marry you. You know I, I deploy, and so you're gonna have to you got to make it through the deployment with me, and so that was kind of our little deal. And yeah. sure enough, so we deployed, and man, she did it. You know she she held the held the home front, and um, you know she did the the package, you know pre- preparation and the mailing letters and the rounding up the the wives to you know, get care packages sent to our units and whatnot. So she, she man, she, she did all that. And, uh, you know, I couldn't have asked for, for more support, you know. Um, her family, we're blessed, you know. We we have a lot of support. Her her family's amazing, yeah. you know. They, uh, they're they're an older family, and, and yet, and Grandpa has stepped up. He's, he's raised my girls. Um, you know, Grandma's been there. Great-Grandma's been there, you know, and, and – uh, you know they got a lot of love for me, and I got a lot of love for them, and uh, and my family too. They they love Ash very much. So we we haven't had a battle like, oh man, you know, so and so doesn't like you, or so and so doesn't like me on on either side of the family. And so it's been great. Um, you know, my my brother in law is always there, my sister in law is there. You know, it's it's just it's amazing. You know, we we have a lot of support. And so going back to your question, um, you know, those letters. That's what that is. A support, and and they're also reminders. Um, reminders of home you know what why are we out there why are we being miserable out there why is it so hot why are we you know just out there bored or or busy you know just depending on whatever circumstance we're in at the time and so those are reminders like hey this is what you're out here for this is what you're sacrificing for this is what you're going through these pains for you know it's the family back home it's whether it be a a spouse or a sibling or or even friends or whoever so um, you know that they're the motivation they're the they're the, the 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 momentum that is created for us out there. Are there um, are are there military people that don't get as much support support or don't get as many letters or care packages or how does that work? I you mentioned rounding the wives up to make sure that care packages got to those units. Do you guys take care of making sure that those that maybe don't have as bit large of a family or as resourceful as a family maybe? Yeah, I mean you know. <sighs> As we're deployed out there, some some people are going to get less support. I mean, for whatever reason, um, yeah. they're just busy or they don't care or they do care and they just can't. I mean, there's you know we're all we're all from different walks of life and and uh, so things happen and so um, the the it's important for all those back here to also support each other because they're going through the same crisis that the other spouse is going through. You know that that what do I do with my my child as I go to work or, you know, now I don't have my husband here who's covering on his days off and things like that. Um, yeah. You know, so they got to network too and help each other out. Now the, you know, there's issues at home, the home's falling apart or the, it needs repair or the cars or the, you know, because everything's going to go wrong on deployment. I of mean, that's just, that's just part of it. <laughs> and so um, with those things, they, they support each other back here in the home front, just like we do up there. And so, when we see over there on the, on our side that somebody isn't getting as much or this and that, then you know, 
we give the the clues to our wives and say, hey, so and so's not getting some. Rally everybody up. Let's let's see if we can't get some care packages out to everybody and then yeah. help each other out. And so, there's a lot of organizations now that help. And man, I see it all the time that there's just so many organizations, so many um, people that care and are sending stuff across across the, the world. And so, it's it's good. So if somebody's out there and they have somebody on deployment right now, what's the one thing that like it's like. No matter what you know, walk of life you come from, every soldier wants. What is it? Oh man, the one thing. Yeah, like if it's a care package, or the main thing, or a couple of things. Yeah, so I say you you tailor it to that individual. Yeah. Because there's, there's some things you just can't get. Like there's the you know I'm from Texas. I'm here. You know, I'm I'm Mexican American. Like. Man, there's there's things I just can't get over there. You know, there's spices and <laughs> yeah. things that I just can't get. And so whatever that individual is, you know, there's something in their lives that they're used to eating that type of hot sauce. They're used to eating this. or You know, it's those little so things. So put something local, Man, something put regional. something local, regional, you know, something that. Um, so you can at least spice your rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, for, for, for me, uh, you know, and, and it varies, depends where they're at, you know. Um, the, the military does good now, too, logistically, of, of getting a lot of stuff from home, too, now. And so it just, you know, you got to tailor it to where they're at and cool. then what they're missing out on. That's awesome. Well, we're going to dive deeper into Ashley's journey back home whenever Elder is on deployment when we get back on FinalDraftRadio.com. We're back with more Get Associated with Kathy, live from the ACU of Texas studios. and I have Elder Gomez with the Marines as well as the Brazoria County Sheriff's Department with me. Thank you so much, Elder, for being on the show. Um, this month on Get Associated with Kathy, we are honoring military personnel, and we are very appreciative that Elder was roped into by <laughs> me. <laughs> you guys, I literally sent him a text and was like, hey, uh, can you come and do a radio show with me? Did not give him any information, so I am so amazed at the fact that you were just like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> um, and then you showed up and was like, okay, now exactly what am I doing? So I hope that it is um, at least somewhat been okay for you and okay experience. Um, you're doing an amazing job, and we're loving learning all about you, um, your family. And uh, when we left, we were talking about deployment and kind of your side of deployment. We touched a little bit um, on the families back home, um, but I wanted to dive deeper into that, especially because your last deployment. Um, I really got to see Ashley's side of it, you know, with her sharing on Facebook. And I, I really and truly thought that that was especially unique, you know, talking about um, everything that she goes through. So tell me, what it, what do you feel like it's like for Ashley um, when you're gone? You know, it's, it's difficult. Um, you know, the, the reality is I've been on several deployments now, even while married um, with Ash and, and i can't tell you I know how what it's like. I mean, I, I can imagine while I'm there, uh, you know, she's dealing with a lot of the issues because she's not just dealing with the things she normally does, but she's she also dealing with the things that I do, which, you know, uh, doesn't seem like a whole lot, but, it, you know, it, it probably is for her. It's it's overwhelming. Um, you know, moms are moms. They're, 
they're focused on the kids and 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 the crazy amount of tests that 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 takes up and and um you know it's it's difficult but um all through deployments I've, I've tried real hard to to just see it from her her point you know when 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 there are the complaints and there are the challenges and there are all the you know the days where she's just she's just worn out you know she's she's got her career also and so it's it's taxing it's definitely taxing and and um but you know we we've, we've done really well about communicating uh, i think that's a big big piece of it we we try to really communicate whether it was through snail mail at the beginning or uh, deployments you know deployments journey journey um to where on this last deployment we had pretty good um you know video conferencing and and, and those types of things and so it wasn't it's gotten easier you know throughout the deployments but would you say it's gotten easier in the 19 years? Because I remember, and I was just thinking about this, because I just recently went back to school, and um, we were talking about internet and, like, what what it would be like. And I was like, well, I remember what it's like to go to, go yeah. to school without the internet. Like, you had to go to the library and look through the card catalog to do a research paper. Yeah. Um, so many people don't know that. But in being that your career has spanned 19 years of deployments, what did, what's the biggest differences, do you feel? So... You know, I spoke about communication being a big, big key of our successes uh, for me and Ash, but it was also our, part of our challenges. So communication is great, but you also see everything live. So where my first couple of years, we went through a deployment. Man, I had, you know, I was able to make a couple phone calls through satellite phone that were a few minutes long, and, and it was interrupted every five minutes, and you had to dial 45 numbers to try to, make the phone call you know it's very difficult you know but the thing about that was that if i called somebody and there was an issue by the time i called them back that issue was probably worked through okay. where now as communication has gotten a lot better you know now when somebody stubs their toe or you know whatever like you find out pretty fast and so that is also part of your you know it's taxing on the individual that's away yeah. because it's like now he's living through the whole process of the the issue, not just the beginning and end state, you know, oh. and so it, it it can be challenging because sometimes we don't need to know, you Everything. know, every little thing. And, you know, because if it's an issue for mom back home, it's also an issue for us. Yeah. And then we can lose sight of our, you know, we lose focus of the things that we got going on. And a lot of times, you know, depending on the deployments, you know, there's 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 danger. There's a lot of things that are at risk out there. And so. You know, you have to find that perfect balance. And then mom has, you know, mom or whoever has to understand yeah. those things too and then try to foresee those things, you know. And so it's a challenge, you know. So it can be communication is a, a great thing. It's awesome, you know, especially now you see it all over, um, you know, the news. And so-and-so from 3,000 miles away sees the baby being born. Like, that's awesome. That is like, so amazing. You know, that is amazing, you know. Um, they see their their kids graduate, you know, because somebody's got them on Facebook Live and, and those things. But there's also challenges to the communication. You know, there's there's a lot of policies and things that come out all the time that the services are fighting to, technology, um, watches that track your every movement. Well, that's great for us, but that's also bad for us when the enemy sees those things and, and knows exactly what's going on and all the challenges and exactly where you're at on the world. and now with gps being so precise i mean it brings a lot of risk so technology is good it's also bad and then but you know it is what it is we we all work through it so ashley has a 
Ashley has a great support system at home um, mm-hmm. with her family. Yeah. Um, you've got your in-laws and then um, your family helping her out. So what has been like the one thing that you're most thankful for that they have done? Definitely my girls. Uh, my father-in-law has more than filled that role, not just as a, as a grandfather, but, you know, even my role while I'm gone, you know, and he's he's been amazing. He's he's, um, I mean, he's raised them. He's done everything from the changing diapers all the way to taking them to preschool. You know, all the way through school, being at every event. You know, filling in when my wife is tied up at work and I'm tied up. You know, either here at work or deployed. So he's man, he's just been amazing. You know, and so, and, and like I said, the whole family has just always been supportive. They've always put up with our challenges, you know, that, that have came with our careers and things like that. So it's, it's, it's awesome. So you spoke of the um, babies being born, graduations. Um, obviously, your kids are younger. Um, Gabby just did preschool graduation, but, you know, that's not necessarily a, ma- a major event for her right now, but not necessarily a major life event. Have you had to miss any major life events during deployment, do you feel? Sure. Um, you know, I, I think they're all major events at the time that they're occurring. So, you know, I've missed the birthdays. I've missed the anniversary. Man, I, I don't know how many anniversaries I've missed, but it's been a lot. Um, you know, and just like every other service member that's out there um, doing their work, as they stick around long enough, they're going to miss more and more um, events in their lives that they w- probably wish they would have been there, you know, but... Um, but it's part of it. It's part of the sacrifices. It's also what makes us great um, as warriors out there handling our business. That you know, um, that again, it gives us a reason to to keep working and and keep um, keep fighting. Yeah. You know. So. Well, I try to have a good memory, um, and and I do watch social media a lot, and so you know, I've seen seen Ashley's journey on that. But one thing that I did find neat, and I could be completely wrong on this, so if I am, go ahead and you can totally call me out. But <laughs> I think I've seen that, does your mom send Ashley an edible arrangement like on her birthday every year? Is yeah. that right? Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, so my mom, is, she's big on uh, plants and trees and fruits and things like that, yeah. and and she knows my wife loves that stuff, and so every year she she tries to do that for her. Um, but you know, um, it's great. It's great support, you know, from both sides. So I think that it's the small things that mean the most when it comes to mm-hmm. um, families and just showing that extra you know that extra little touch that says like hey you know i know he's not here um but you know your mom is probably the closest thing (laughs) to you that she can that she can have and so i think that's awesome um -hmm. i know i'm sure that means a lot to ashley and yeah definitely um you know her family means a lot to me so i know that you know i know what it's like to be supported by the others family you know and and i think it's it's great you know it's great that it doesn't just come from one side. So you now work for um, Brazoria County Sheriff's Department as your full-time job. Mm-hmm. So military is part-time. What is your military, like what is your obligations per se to the military because of your reserve status? What do you have to do on a regular basis? Yeah, so I do have to uh, 
fulfill my annual training requirements. Um, I, you know, right now I'm stationed out of um, Louisiana. I'm, I'm with the Fourth Marine Division, and so I go there. I, I fulfill my obligation through the reserves, um, and then I come back and I settle back into my civilian job. In between that, so what? Um, how many? So you were, how long were you active duty versus, well, I know you get reactivated. So yeah, as so far as like full-time I think military. I did like uh, five years and then um, I, I actually got out of the military. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so I got out because I was overseas uh, at the time and I had been overseas for like a year and a half. And, uh, and I finally said, man, I'm going home. So I went home. And I hadn't seen the States in a year and a half, so I was like, you know what, I'm getting out. Yeah. And I was the life for 20 years. I'm going to do it no matter what. And I was sold on the Marine Corps from day one. And, uh, you know, I had some challenges there at the end of my first enlistment. And I was like, you know what, I'm done. And it was literally like a 48-hour decision that I just said, you know what, I'm done. And so I got out, but then I got involuntarily recalled like a few months later. <laughs> So then, boom, I was activated and I was gone. And I came off that first deployment, you know, that, or technically that second deployment. And then uh, I came back and I joined the reserves and then I got activated again. And so then my activations just started after that. And uh-huh. uh, I was in Galveston. I was out of the Galveston unit. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm part of the AAV unit there, Amphibious Assault. And uh, I recently just left there and got transferred to New Orleans, where I'm at now. Well, we're going to talk all about your Brazoria County career when we get back on Final Draft. We're back with more Get Associated with Kathy, live from the ACU of Texas studios. We have Elder Gomez today, and Elder is with the U.S. Marines, as well as the Brazoria County Sheriff's Department. So um, we talked a lot about your military career, family life, um, deployment, um, which are all hard things, but you have now settled into civilian life as well and have a full civilian job. So tell me, how did you get started with um, going in? Like, what made you go to the Sheriff's Office? So... That is a blur. Uh, in, <laughs> in 2006, um, I just came off another deployment, and um, I, I went to try, you know, figure out what I was doing next. And um, I somehow ended up at the sheriff's office um, as a deputy jailer. Okay. And uh, so I started off in the jail, did a few years there, and then I went and got certified and uh, became a police officer, a certified peace officer. So did you do that through, like, the community college? or mm-hmm. I went to Alvin Community College to their law enforcement academy, and I graduated out of there. And, um, and then I came to, the, to patrol to the streets. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think you do an incredible job of being a police officer. I recently ran into you um, <laughs> not getting a ticket. I just want to clarify that. <laughs> he wasn't giving me a ticket. Um, I had been right behind somebody who had had a really bad accident or it it felt worse when it first started. I was so thankful that it wasn't as bad, but I just immediately was like, oh, I'm going to have to use my CPR skills. And I've taught them to a lot of people, but I've never actually um, had to use them. So I really thought that I was, that's, I mean, and you saw when you got there, the whole car was in the ditch. So like that was my mentality. So I jumped out of my car and, um, 
you came shortly after. I think you were probably, I think EMS pulled up at the same time as you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was um, a pretty pretty bad accident um, that turned out to be very a good thing because nobody was seriously injured, but um, I had just kind of pulled out on the side of the road and I dropped my keys. <laughs> and so Elder actually went and got my keys for me and made sure that I got safely back to my car, which I was really thankful for. But um, witnessing something like that and is, I mean, it's really hard because you think like, one, that could be me. I could have had my kids. You know, you, you go through all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I didn't want to leave the lady that that had been in the accident. And so I was thankful that you stayed, too, because I know you didn't have to. Um, yeah. What What is that like going into an accident, not knowing what it's going to be like? I You know, I know as a person who doesn't deal with that every day, it was pretty scary. Well, and that's something that the military, my military life has really prepared me for is the stress. You know, um, especially Marine Corps, it's, it's all about getting you in those stressful positions so you can think and you can make, you know, um, good decisions and think effectively and whatnot. And so um, that definitely, all that time in the military has definitely helped me out to my job that I do now. Yeah. Um, and then my my background, you know, just how I grew up, that's what I, I love the fact that I'm in, I'm, I'm within my community. You know, I, 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 I patrol where I live, you know, I, I patrol the whole county and 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 uh, it's awesome to be able to just help people and then have the training and the and uh, you know the the ability to just help you know and so in those moments when when I pull up on a scene and whether it be a, an auto accident or um, something worse or or even you know lost keys or whatever <laughs> um, yeah. you know um, it's good to just be able to show up think think through the problem and then you know do the best we can to to help out whoever needs it so um when i went through training at one of the times that i went through training for um like hostile situations where you know maybe an active shooter would come into a building and mm-hmm. you know what to do one of the things that the police officer that taught the class was um taught us is that you really don't know your reaction until you're in a situation because mm-hmm. it's fight or flight. Some people, you know, just their body won't allow them to do mm-hmm. anything but flight. So how does, I mean, when you're in the military, like how do how do people who have that more flight instinct, what do they do to help them get out of that and kind of reevaluate the situation and stay? Yeah, and, and so that's why we aggressively train. We train all the time, you know, and, and you can't um, exactly simulate, you know, real life, like how that situation is going to play out. But you can you can put those pressures, those stresses, and then do the best you can to evaluate how you may react. And I say may because, you know, I've seen guys that you were 100% sure were not going to be those guys to go out there and do great things, and then game day comes – and then they perform awesome, yeah. you know. And then you got guys with experience that you've seen them perform, maybe even under less, you know, stressful situations. And then they've done great, or even greater uh, stressful situations, and they've done done great. And then all of a sudden they just, you know, for whatever reason that day they just don't. So, you know, all you can do is is train and prepare the best you can, and then maintain that and keep training, because a lot of those skills are perishable. And uh, go out there and try and do the best you can, and and then, you know, hope it all plays out right. 
you know, uh, that's all we can hope for. And, and that's all we can expect even of us. We are human, uh, even Marines. So we can all we can do is train and train hard and, and keep pressing um, and putting ourselves in those those stressful situations so that um, during training, you know, we can get as close to reality as possible. And then when it's game day, all we can do is, uh, is be the, the best prepared for it. Yeah. So. Well, how many, like, would you say accidents or situations that are stressful or um, a little more intense than maybe your average, just like, hey, you're pulling somebody over because they're not wearing a seatbelt or they're driving mm-hmm. and you're just trying to protect them, uh, driving too fast, you're just trying to protect them. How many of those a week would you say that you tend to run into? I don't, you know, it's hard to put a number on that. Uh, <laughs> you know, some some weeks are busier than, than others, and then uh, you know the, the the year throughout the year, the fa- you know what we call it phases. You know, like right now, summer's kicking up. And, you yeah. know, we're gonna have a lot more issues. Why? Because people are at home and they're bored, and kids, and you know, um, there's a lot more free time. So free time can be inviting to other issues, and so. Um, you know, it just depends. Depends on the time of year, um, and and then it's hard to gauge. Uh, you know, even a what some people refer to as a as a routine traffic stop. That routine traffic stop, there's no such thing. It yeah. can, you know, it could just be you're pulling some over for a speeding ticket, but you have no awareness of their background. You know, you don't know if they're the worst people on the planet or the best. You know, and so um, all situations are, are stressful, and, and it just is what it is. We we do the best we can to manage those stresses and. and and operate effectively out there. Well, I personally think you do an excellent job just, you know, seeing everything that you've done for our community. I'm very thankful for your military service as well. Um, And we just really appreciate our military at ACU of Texas. We have special accounts for our military. For those of you out there that are listening, we have our hero accounts that give special interest rates. They earn more rewards through our debit card program, and they get to um, have their you know, the Marine logo or the flag with the blue stripe or um, whatever military branch they're in. So anybody out there that wants to check those out, you do have to be a hero in order to be able to get one of those accounts. So again, we're thankful. And you've been on Get Associated with Kathy, ACO Texas, in the community.